wow, that was pretty loud. I promise I'll speak with a more subdued voice. So welcome to the inaugural St. Effects Economics Podcast. I'm your host today, Greg Catch, and I'm the chair of the economics department here at St. Francis Xavier University in beautiful Antigonish, Nova Scotia, Canada. Now, this podcast is primarily aimed at students at St. Effects who might be considering uh, studying economics or pursuing it as a major and perhaps even making a career out of it. But if you're also listening to us off campus or anywhere else in the world, you might also get some tidbits of information that you just might find useful. So although the primary objective of the podcast is to inform students about the programs of study, uh, the courses we offer, the faculty we have on staff, some of the visiting speakers we have, um, what alumni have been up to, what kind of careers can be pursued, and so forth, um, outsiders might also find it perhaps of interest because we also intend to discuss some current events. So no matter where you're listening to us from, welcome. And uh, we hope you enjoy this inaugural uh, podcast. And today we're really just going to give you a bit of a background information about what economics is all about and why we think it's something that you should consider studying here at St. FX. So without further ado, let's get going. You may have uh, recognized that sound as that of an old-fashioned cash register. And uh, often if people think about economics, first thing that might come to mind might be something related to money. They're not really sure what economics is, but it's somehow related to money or business. So is that an accurate depiction of what economics is? Well, it's only a small part of it. In fact, a very small part. To give you a broader and somewhat uh, dry definition of what economics is, it's more formally related to how to most efficiently or effectively allocate scarce resources to satisfy unlimited needs and wants. So in other words, you're trying to allocate your resources subject to constraints. Now, what do we mean when we say resources? Well, this can include anything. Now, the first thing that can come to mind could be financial resources, so money. So we could be thinking about how individuals or firms or governments try to allocate their financial resources in the most efficient manner. So, for example, if you have, say, a $100 weekly budget, you have to think about how to spend those funds in a way that would maximize your happiness. So, for some people, that could involve spending it all, at, spending it all on a Friday night, having a good time, and then having very little for the rest of the week. Others may find that spending $10, $15, $20 per day on the necessities such as food, drink, clothing would be a more effective way of managing those scarce resources. But as I mentioned previously, money is just one type of resource. There are many other resources that we can think about. Another resource that is actually very important for all of us is time. 
So everyone is allocated a fixed 168 hours per week. And we all have to allocate those hours in a manner that will maximize our welfare, our well-being. So for instance, you may choose to sleep eight hours per day, work eight hours per day, and use the other eight hours for leisure purposes. Whereas other people may, may find that sleeping 20 hours per day makes them happiest. And at the other extreme, other people may get by on very little sleep. So just the act of having to allocate your time during a week is an economics problem. Now, another type of resource is human resources. So if you're the owner of a business or if you manage a business, it's your responsibility to most effectively allocate your workers in such a way as to maximize your firm's profits. So for example, I often use pizza restaurants as a representative example because I spent quite a bit of time in my younger days working in those kinds of establishments. So for instance, a pizza restaurant manager or owner would have more staff working during the busy hours. So during supper, lunch, for example, and have fewer staff in the off hours. So in the middle of the afternoon or late in the evening. So why is that? Well, they know that the demand for the product tends to peak at certain hours of the day. So they have more staff on hand to handle that kind of output. And they know that there are certain hours of the day that are quieter. So in order to ensure that their costs don't get out of line, they have fewer staff working, for example, you know, after midnight. Now, with the two examples I've given here, basically individuals choosing how to allocate their daily hours and businesses choosing how to allocate their employees, we are dealing with individual entities, an individual person or an individual business. So when we are talking about the allocation or the decisions of individual entities of this type, we are dealing with microeconomic problems. So when you look at the course calendars here at St. FX or basically at the economics department at any other university, you'll see a lot of courses related to microeconomics and also many courses related to macroeconomics. Macroeconomics is related to the impacts or the consequences of the individual decisions of millions of households or millions of firms and what that could mean for society or for the country as a whole. So to pursue the two prior examples, consider what would happen if everyone in the country chose to sleep 20 hours a day, leaving only up to four hours a day to engage in any work or productive activities. If that were to occur, chances are that the economy as a whole would be unable to produce sufficient goods and services to satisfy the needs of the entire population. So as a university student, for example, if you wanted to go to meal hall in the middle of the day, guess what? There might not be any staff available to work there and serve you 
because most people are sleeping 20 hours a day and are only available to work four hours a day each. And what about the consequences of businesses and their hiring decisions? Well, what, if, what would happen if a lot of businesses simultaneously decided to cut back on their staff? This means that there would be fewer jobs available, fewer people working, and consequently this would have negative implications for society. This would lead to an issue that we call unemployment. Unemployment basically means that there are unemployed human resources in the economy. So because there are essentially constraints in almost every facet of society or every industry, we find that economics is applicable in a wide variety of areas. So for instance, we all know that there are constraints in the health sector and limited resources, whereas the demand for health services could be essentially infinite. So consequently, the economics of health relates to how we most effectively allocate scarce resources to meet the most uh, needs for health services. Similarly, things like the economics of education relates to how we allocate resources for education purposes. The economics of transportation relates to how we allocate resources for transportation services. Like for example, should we build more roads, more trains, more public transit? Um, so these are the kinds of questions that society is constantly faced with. So as you peruse the course calendars here at St. Effects or elsewhere, you'll see many applied courses to these, to these very specific industries, or you'll see courses that are more applied on the macroeconomic side that relates to how government can help uh, more efficiently allocate scarce resources to maximize society's welfare and well-being. So for example, you may see some courses in public economics which relates to government's taxation and spending decisions, or you might see courses related to monetary economics, which relates to how central banks are able to influence uh, household spending decisions and um, the impact that that would have on the economy. So it looks like our time is up for today. And typically we'll try to keep these podcasts at a manageable length at around 10 to 15 minutes. So just to summarize some of the key points today, economics is basically all about resource allocation and how to most efficiently or effectively allocate these resources to satisfy the greatest number of needs and wants. And there's a branch of economics that specifically focuses on the implications of the decisions of millions of households and individuals and what that implies for society's welfare as a whole. So when you think about economics, don't immediately assume that it's all about business and money, but realize that it's all about improving society's welfare or improving individuals' welfare as well. So because of the way that economics is taught, 
it can be applied in a basically infinite number of situations. So because economics can be used to solve problems in both the private and public sector, we see that students with economics training are employed in a wide variety of positions in both the public and private sector. And in our next podcast, we'll explore some of the career opportunities that are available for economic students and talk a little bit about where St. FX Economics graduates are currently employed. So we hope you enjoyed this inaugural St. FX Economics podcast, and we hope that you'll tune in for episode two very shortly. So until then, once again, my name is Greg Catch, and I'm the chair of the economics department. And if you have any questions about economics at St. Effects, or you wish to contact me to talk about anything related to economics, career opportunities, and what have you, you can reach me by email at gtkacz at stfx.ca. So have a great rest of the day, and we'll chat again next time.